the darkness you fear so much must be seen, must be tasted, to be integrated, to be understood. Shadow cannot exist without light. Light is illuminated by shadow. We agree to experience both aspects, for they are fundamental to this creative realm. For centuries, the perceived darkness was our despised enemy. We fought it with our armies, our missionaries, our technocrats, our superstars, and gods of every kind. We believed that this was a battle which must be won. And they were the bad guys, the other, the enemy. And we were the heroes, the saviors, the righteous, the chosen in God's eyes. Our arguments were the best. Our ideas were the most brilliant. Our teachings the most wise. We were on the right team, with the good guys. Everyone else was over there on the other side. We needed the darkness to show us how wonderful we were and how perfect life would be if only we could eliminate everything we didn't like, everything we didn't want to see. We conquered continents, destroyed and enslaved nations to show them just how right we were. We built empires, created religions, each one more righteous than the one before. We designed doctors to eliminate our fear of traditional medicines and ways. We built schools to fill the minds of children with the information we deemed correct. We gathered and sheltered wealth so it could be controlled for our benefit by the ones who knew best. We burned witches and rainforests and ancient Tibetan texts and Jews with their entire families in special ovens just for them. We shaved the sacred hair from the heads of the Creator's children and silenced the language of trust from their hearts and their lips. We sold slaves like animals and animals like slaves. We put toddlers in cages to keep our ideas safe. We cut the perfect, beautiful sexual organs of our boys and of our girls and filled their bodies with drugs and false foods and the inherited terror of our narrow tribal decrees. We crushed the tenderness of their hearts and imprisoned our angry young men by the millions all over the world. We worshipped our guns and our rockets as we bombed our temples and mosques. 
while the priests raped our children and the men violated the women and the women betrayed one another because that is what the powerless do. Our chosen politicians shamed one another with stories of someone else's shadow and they even cried out, shame, shame, let me give you some more because you are the problem, you are the darkness, you are the other, and I separate myself in my blame of you, in the hope that I will find my own precious safety in the distance over here. We have lived these beliefs for centuries. We have danced in circles away from our own forgotten wisdom, since the beginning of humankind. We were proud of our conquests, our arrogance, our ignorance, and our sanctioned cruelties and crimes. We wrote them into our sacred books. We decreed them into law. We made sure to silence and attack anyone who dared to disagree. We rebelled, and then we shot the rebels, even young girls on their way to school. The days of our childish denial are done. The days of believing that evil is a force outside of us are over. And the days of claiming our own humbling permission for truth have only just begun. The habits of judgment and projection, the trick of perceiving the problem as done to us by another, these no longer serve us. These are no longer who we are. The stage of denying our unity is dissolving in its own chaos, for these are the days. The stage of denying our unity is dissolving in its own chaos. For these days have fulfilled their purpose. We are asked to begin again. The false belief in separation is both the reason we suffer and the reason we embodied at all. We were born to learn to release our own pain. And this will be the most courageous, the most terrifying, the most purposeful choice we will make in our experience of wearing bodies, in our time of inhabiting the dimension of this gracious Mother Earth. And it starts with our willingness to see that all the voices of dissent, all the theories, all the mistrust, all the holier-than-thou, all the off with their heads and lock them up, all the cleaning of the swamps, the unfriending, the finger-pointing, the calling out, the naming and reporting, all of it, all of it, all of it, leads us back to our own darkness as a foil to our own light. Because when we can dare to know the completeness of our souls, 
there will no longer be strangers in our world. There is no misogyny, no fear of the purity of women without a separated masculine who fears his own beauty has been lost to the dark. There is no political oppression, no crushing of freedoms, no subjugation of the meek without the ones who have used desperate means to run from their own inner powerlessness, their own denial of the shadow which crept in the window of the wounding of their hearts. There is no perpetrator who was not once a victim, no bully who has not been bullied in turn, and so the voices of these times rise up full of rage, they did this. They hurt me. They lie to me. They silence me. They will force me to do what I do not choose. They are the madmen, the monsters, the demons and the dominators. They are the ones I fear. And yet, dear souls who ready yourselves for a time of the greatest surprise you have ever known, the darkness is no foreigner. The darkness lives in you, in me, in every corner of our world. Are you evil? No. This is the name we give to the dark. When we feel we must push it outside of ourselves, so painful is it to see, to feel. Are you Righteous? No. This is the belief we prefer because we are so afraid to own all the shattered aspects of the self. Are you mistaken, deluded, wrong? No. You are perfect in your inner horror. You are exactly as your soul intended you to be in this moment, just as you will be perfect as you transform in the next and the next, born into the very world which asks you to dare to tell the truth, that there is only one wound, the separation you are living from yourself, from your true nature, from your remembering of all that you call divine. You are welcome to continue as long as you need. You may keep poisoning your world. You are invited to keep hating, arguing, believing yourselves to be victimized. You have every right to fight for your right to be angry and miserable and confused. Because you see, you have been free all along, the part of you that is capable of the miracle of choosing to return to wholeness. This cannot be taken from you, not by the most vast oppressor, not by any external enemy, not by death itself. And if there is one gift of these times, it is this, the purging of the chaos you have kept shuttered within your own selves will finally reveal the only truth, which is that the darkness you so fear is as real 
as you allow it to be, after centuries of hiding it beneath the trap door of your heart. And so, dear children of your Creator, shout down the walls of your own making. Blame until you have vomited out all the self-hatred you hoard within. And then, in the gentle space which will come, like an eerie silence, once the ground stops shaking, once the hurricane dies, once the floodwaters recede, once the fire burns itself to dust, in this silence you will hear the breathing of your own life, and you will notice that the air you inhale is the very same as that which your enemy breathes out. That the evil you painted as unthinkable is alive and well in an aspect of the self you have kept in the basement of your own beloved psyche. And with its liberation, all the monsters will reveal themselves as your very own children. All the monsters will reveal themselves as your very own children, suffering, terrified, and alone. And then will come the days of which you have dreamed. The politicians will stop their speeches. The prisons will open their doors. The children will study in the schools of the forests, the rivers, and the skies. The four-leggeds will run safe and free. The sun will set on the machinations of humankind. Our mother will reclaim her mountains, her valleys, and her shores, and the hate which was once the language of our species will no longer be spoken nor understood in the new dimension of the reunion of our alchemically ascending souls. Evil, once a despised word, will be spoken of in fabled stories as the hero who dared to play the role of the most hated, the most feared. So the rest of the world could witness this reflection and in turn could learn to love. The choice is ours. Time is now. In the rubble of our illusions, we are ready to begin again.